and welcome to Suture Side Talk, episode 155. 65. Yeah, 165. I was like, that's not right. Uh, I am your host, Comrade Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. Uh, I am back, and we are back, but also I am actually physically back. James was here, I was not. Uh, yeah, I got a weekend off last week. Yeah, you got... <laughs> we just had to kill ourselves for one week, do a couple of extra episodes, and... Uh, I left for seven days to the wonderful, beautiful city of Atlanta. Uh, That's all lies. It's not wonderful and beautiful. But it's Atlanta. And uh, it was an enjoyable time either way, though. Uh, I was there for a wedding, which uh, if you look in the back behind that chair against my closet, there is my suit, the little bag with the suit in it and stuff, uh, which I actually bought for the wedding. It was kind of expensive. And then uh, I also went to Dragon Con around that wedding. So it was really good. The wedding was fantastic. Uh, Dragon Con was fun. I was the Hamburglar again, and uh, it was a it was a good time. What's the coolest cosplay you saw besides yours out there, in your mine. opinion? Oh, mine. <laughs> no, no, okay. No. <laughs> I don't give a shit about my outfit, personally. Uh, everyone else does. Best cosplay. I want to say, honestly, Mr. Freeze. Uh, there was yeah. a guy that did the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mr. Oh. Freeze in the robe, in the slippers, when oh. he's at his... Uh, in ba- in the movie Batman and Robin, that's uh, he's in his lair and stuff, and he's like reading the newspaper and stuff, watching TV. That Mister Freeze, phenomenal, so fucking good. He was blue. He had the suit. It was just so perfect. That's pretty funny. I want to say he was great. Uh, I saw multiple Demon Slayers. I saw which uh, I'm not gonna lie, the Rengoku's guys. I now know what i'm striving for and it's much better than what they were doing they were they had like the cheap store-bought shit from a fucking spirit halloween store and i was oh, like no. <laughs> i want i want the my dress up darling tier rengoku where it's like i want to feel like i got quality on and then die of heat exhaustion and, and never yeah. come back again um but their demon slayers were great there was actually a lot of my dress up darlings there was a it, well, not a lot but there was like a couple marins in like the first outfit there was the uh, the succubus one. There was a Gojo. There was like a school marin. It was great seeing all of them. Um, one of the fa- my favorite ones was Kronk. There was a dude dressed up as Kronk from Emperor's uh, New Groove. And he had the little right, Cusco's poison together. bottle. It had the little llama on it too. And he's like doing the voice like, oh yeah, Cusco, poison. Poison for <laughs> Cusco. Poison, kill Cusco. Cusco. It was like all of that shit. Uh, and then we like we took a picture and then we both were like, bah. It was so fucking good. Dude, I haven't watched that movie in so long. I should watch it. Honestly, it's like so funny. It's easily one of like the best five of like that era where it's like all those. I want to say like non. It's like the non princess ones that did like that Treasure Planet, Hunchback, Hercules, uh, Atlantis. Like those were those were just like was the, Atlantis Disney? Yeah. Huh, yeah. Okay. Those were all like the young young man's adventure fun, which is why it was so appealing to boys, I guess, because you know usually you're used to all the princess stuff, which honestly at that era were also fantastic, like Pocahontas and Mulan and stuff. But yeah, um, segue from Disney. We're gonna talk to, about Disney. Yeah, we're gonna do later. so much fucking Disney today. But uh, dude, I met um, multiple people, people from Gotham, from what we do in the shadows, from the original X Men. Like I, I met Sean Ashmore from uh, X Men. Iceman, also aka Lamplighter. I met Gu- I forget the actor's name for Guillermo from uh, What We Do in the Shadows, but he was so fucking funny. And then uh, Ben McKenzie from Gotham, Gordon. And mm. then uh, David Ramsey, aka Diggle from Arrow. And 
it was it was honestly great meeting all those people. There was other people. It was like always a celebrity meet and greet area. I also met Brian Michael Bendis, the creator of oh, Miles cool. Morales. And uh, we just talked about like David Ramsey and Bendis. Just I would ask them a question where I'm like, they're going to not tell me this is like some fucking deep shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, I can tell you all about it. This got scrapped. You know, they were going to do this and then we didn't get to do it. It was like all these events and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) like, oh, you could just tell me this. This is okay. Cool. All right. Thanks, man. It it was it was really interesting. It was a great time, though. Uh, Now I'm already like pre-planning for next year. I, I wanted to take more breaks from Dragon Con, but being back after like being indoors for so long made like super FOMO occur where I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. For sure. At least 2023, I'll do it. I don't know about after, but 2023, I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta go for this one too. Yeah. So yeah, good time. Uh, this guy's of course is Sutra Side Talk. Every week we talk what we watch, what we play, plus select a gaming TV show, movie news, um, and recently, you know, the summers, as we've seen previously, will get a lot of, like, news-centric stuff from E3, Gamescom, Tokyo Game Show. And then there'll be, like, other conferences. Mainly, it's usually a lot of gaming. And then every now and again, we'll get some other news for, like, TV and uh, movies. Like, you know, we had Netflix Geek Week now for two years, yeah. which has been interesting. And then uh, Disney does like i always feel like they do different things like we have d23 uh which is a disney convention d23 every time or is that just like yes so the convention itself is d23 um it's a disney convention in anaheim every year or at least most years and like i see the appeal of going you go and if you are a disney fan you can just dress up and stuff personally if ever went i do i do um power line from the goofy movie the artist that's supposed to be like the rock star or whatever oh yeah um but uh, they'll do that, and then you can just go to fucking Disneyland after you do that. Like, it seems like an awesome trip, honestly. But uh, there's D23. They do, like, the crazy, like, earnings calls or whatever that have, like, that fucking full list. Or it's, like, yeah. Disney Plus Day or something. We'll I think this was later, Disney but Plus it's, Day, it's kind of unfortunate that a lot of the news that came out, like, was only... They were all trailers that were only shown to people that were actually there. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot that we can actually make our own opinions on. So only do certain things, uh, yeah. which honestly is also relieving at the same time, because that means we don't have to like die doing this. I thought this might be like a two hour episode. Yeah. Like Halo news, D23 news, the Ubisoft, Ubisoft forward, because Ubisoft barely got their show out during the uh, summer. It literally happened simultaneously during part of D23. Like they, they yeah, were literally, I was getting news from both at the same time. And I'm like, uh, great but here's the thing like when i was coming back from atlanta i'm like cool we can do a fun backlog episode just catching up on stuff i can finally fucking talk about bull train i've been trying to do that for like three episodes now yeah and uh we might i I knew we had the ubisoft forward and i'm like just accounting for that and i'm like that's not gonna be bad and then d23 is like wait listen we got (laughs) we got like three showcases and i'm like wait three not one there's a gaming one there's a disney pixar one there's yeah, i was a... not expecting a game wait a minute no they actually did mention they were do- gonna do a gaming thing so i should have expected yeah. that it was the, the gaming disney pixar long term memories and then um lucasfilm slash marvel slash 20th century fox yeah. and i'm just like okay great uh and we'll go through everything but more likely like if it's something that 
only had stuff there and not like visibly shown to the public, then we'll just kind of be like, yeah, they had something there. We didn't get to see it, which we'll see all of this stuff. I'm pretty sure over time. It's just we're not getting it all at once. We're going to have trickles of like, oh, the trailer for this is coming out because the release date's inching forward. It's kind of like how Comic-Con, like Hall H always has trailers that they show to the people that are there. And then they usually come out like a month or so later, like to the public. Yeah. So it'll be... I couldn't tell you why, but... Yeah. I'm only honestly annoyed because of one specific thing. And it's the Indiana Jones 5 trailer. Really? And they didn't get to show that. And I was, I mean, uh, yeah, I saw there. that and I got excited for a second. And I was like, oh, trailer? And then it was like, oh, but not for me, though. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> we have a trailer, but not for you. Just like the ambulance one. <laughs> not for you, peasant. <laughs> yeah, really. But um, uh, so the order of things is we're going to talk some quick Halo Infinite news really fast. Takes five minutes, maybe less. Uh, then we're going to go through uh, the gaming part of the Disney uh, D23 then the Disney Pixar part of D23, and then the Lucasfilm Marvel 20th Century Farks part of D23. And, you know, we'll have time code for all those three things. I don't want to have, like, a giant just, like, Disney fucking one-hour spectacular bullshit, which I don't actually think it even might be an hour, thank God. And then uh, we'll do the Ubisoft Forward portion, which could also be divided because it's, like, everything not Assassin's Creed, and then Assassin's Creed, because I kid you not, there is... A lot of Assassin's Creed in there. Dude, um, the amount of Assassin's Creed and um, uh, Division stuff that they announced at the show specifically is like, why so many things are just two of your many, many uh, properties. It's weird. Yeah. But eh, yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, but I also, uh, if a chance is given, I will talk bullet train. If there is time. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. If not, it's just a news episode. You know, we'll get that. And then, uh, you know, end of the episode, I'll talk what's coming because we do have some stuff coming up and Cove Steel and whatnot because Harley Quinn's almost done. But uh, I also had some tragedy, guys. While I was out there, uh, somehow, yeah. I don't honestly know how it occurred, but I lost my PlayStation Vita. And it's the launch, day one launch, 3G playstation vita so the one with the data plan that no one ever used so basically everyone wasted 50 dollars for nothing getting that version uh that one and also my v moda headphones which are like these two three hundred dollar headphones that i got for like 100 i think they were pretty cheap because of a company discount but uh they were really good headphones and those are gone too and i'm like fuck okay well i gotta figure some stuff out um i guess now i'll be playing the switch a lot more than i expected um, it's, it's just funny because I only had like five or six Vita games left to play. Uh, uh so you're actually pretty close. I was close. I'm, I was closing in. And if anything though, I do plan on getting another Vita. I just will. I, I originally wanted to get one even while owning one currently because I knew they had that 2000 series that came out. It was like the second generation version that had like better screens and everything yeah. else. I, I was like tempted to get one at the, at the time, but I was just like, no, my, my current Vita is fine. Well, now I need one. So, yeah, and I remember fair. there being these cool blue ones. So if I, I honestly, I'm going to try to go for one of those blue ones if I can. And I doubt there's any one that are like new anymore at this point, but maybe in like Japan, I don't really know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to figure it out, do my research. It's not something I can even afford to get again right now, but something in the future. But now yeah. you'll actually see me potentially be talking about Switch games uh, for, for some stuff. 
finally going to open that Let's Go Pikachu. Oh, boy. Uh. After all these years of having it, not touching it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, you ready to jump right into it? Have yeah, a good I'll time try to keep this? to five minutes. So 343 Industries had a... But I don't. I, I think it was a live stream, but it was like a, a canned video that they streamed at some point uh, last week that covered the updates to their roadmap for Halo Infinite, and it is in such a worse state than I even imagined. I mean, I was expecting to hear about the like Halo Infinite like story camp uh, DLC, like the the endless stuff supposedly that. I thought we were going to see that at E3 and it just like wasn't there. And I was like, oh, I guess it's a little bit farther out than I thought. So the season one of the multiplayer was already twice as long as they wanted it to be. It was like six months long. But they said that at the beginning and they were like, okay, the second season is going to be three months. That's going to be a normal regular season. And then season two happened that it started in like May or something like that. And that like when that started they said that that's also going to be six months so people were like okay that's a little bit concerning but fine whatever at least we're getting forge next season right and like co-op right and so we are still getting co-op but only online co-op they have decided to completely scrap couch like split screen co-op which to be fair, I I personally probably was never gonna use because I'm I, it's just I, at this point I'm not online. Either, yeah, but it's still like a cool feature that like Halo almost always had, and honestly, I think it's more important that they like literally promised that that was gonna be a feature. They did. And, they they made a whole thing during after Halo Five. Yeah. They said, "Hey, we fucked up. We're sorry." And actually, Halo Five was one that I wanted Couch Cob because that was one I was going to utilize, well, especially since it was like a, a more linear campaign. Yeah. So. And it's also even weirder because there have been reports of people just like doing weird menu bugs to actually get like four player split screen campaign co-op working just by accident. So it's like clearly possible. <laughs> so I don't, everyone's like, why did you cancel it? Like what they, they claimed it was f- to reallocate resources to try to make their seasonal uh, roadmap actually work. In the short in the long run which is i don't know we'll, we'll see if that works but also season two is not going to be six months it's going to be 10 months by the time it finishes because season three doesn't start till march and like there's going to be a winter update which is like a couple maps built in forge I, i'm guessing by Bu- uh, bungie or halo or 343 developers just to like show what you can make, you know, develop. Yeah, you can make developer <laughs> level, uh, oh, like multiplayer maps in Forge. I guess that's the point. But it just, it all feels like too little, too late, and just the. At this point, I am not alone in the Halo community, and I'm not even like a massive Halo fan. But I was really excited for Halo Infinite. Like you can go back to our like year end discussion, and Halo Infinite was in my top five of like my favorite games that came out last year. Because I did enjoy the campaign so much. And I was like, the multiplayer is fun. There's just not a lot of maps to go with. Like, But, you know, they'll add more later. And it's been like almost a year. They've only added like two two more maps. I think one of which being big team battle map. And that mode has been in shambles since it came out. And so 
I'm not confident we're going to get story DLC for a while. Forge was also delayed till the end of the year. Campaign co- or campaign online co-op was apparently supposed to come out like this month, and that was also delayed till the end of the year. And so at this point, I'm just like, I don't trust that you can mi- meet any of your deadlines. And I don't want to be one of those people that's like, people need to get fired, but it's just like, <laughs> at least management needs to be restructured somehow because it, you know, they... It was their choice to make Halo into a live service game. Like they didn't have to do that. And it's been almost a year and they can't get a three month season going. Like Well, listen, we're gonna we're gonna have a great story DLC in twenty twenty five and it's gonna be great. <laughs> Spring twenty twenty five, guys. Next story DLC, it's gonna be great. You know, uh we're gonna learn what happened in the uh next hill next to the where the map ends in halo infinite that next hill you can go on that hill and you could die there you die on that hill because you like halo infinite <laughs> and like i i haven't even played any of the season two content but for, by all accounts like the one new mode that they added temporarily is just kind of like okay but it's meant to be like a solo mode so if you want to play with, with friends you're not going to be playing that mode and there was like a bit of story content but it was like really really lackluster so even the things that they are putting out, people are just going like, how is this the best you can do? Or like the most you can do? With the At least we had a, we to bite our time, we had that great Halo series on uh, Paramount Plus, right? Ugh, God. It's yeah. good time. Ugh. Good time. Yeah. It, yeah. So It's a great time to be a Halo fan, everybody. <laughs> I still want to hope that they can pull off like uh, bringing Halo Infinite back to like or not back to what it could be, but like, you know, to what it could be. Because all they need to do is just put out more maps and stuff to play with. So it's not so repetitive. Didn't it take like five years to fix Master Chief Collection? Yeah, that's the the other thing. Like Master Chief Collection was like in shambles when it first came out. And it's only like until recently that I've started to hear that it's actually like in a good shape. So yeah, I'm already over my five minutes. So like long story short, Halo Infinite is having some bad times right now and everyone seems to be mad at 343 and just like the amount of people literally calling for halo to be taken from 343 is actually shocking to me yeah i think the last time i had a pure great time with halo uh when when did odst come out was that time i was like back on the 360 yeah yeah so xbox 360 was the last time i really thoroughly enjoyed (laughs) halo yeah, it was before Reach. Reach yeah. Okay, Reach I liked, but I it didn't it wasn't like everything I wanted, if yeah. that makes sense. Especially when you find out how much of the game was cut because it was on the 360. Uh it's kind of insane. Um but yeah. yeah. All right. Uh now that we're done uh mourning the loss of Halo Infinite and its long lifespan <laughs> that we all expected it to have. Uh <laughs> fuck. I can't believe that. This is supposed to be a 10-year game. Bro, it didn't even. It wasn't even a one-year game. That was and, like a. That was like a two-month game. And it's like to think what what would we have gotten if it actually came out when the Xbox Series X came out? It was supposed to be a launch game, and they delayed yep. it for an entire year. And even like almost a year into the game already being out, it feels like it could have used another year in the oven to get like enough content in the in like the roadmap to actually put shit out every few months. It's insane. So moving on, we have all of that D23 fun stuff. So 
Uh, we're starting off here with the game. It was, uh, was it the Disney Marvel Games, I believe they said? They called it that. Uh, should I have a timer for this one? Nah, it's okay. okay. It's okay. going to be too crazy. Um, so starting off here, because uh, we're not talking about all these. Some of them we're going to probably skip anyway. Uh, the first one that was seemingly interesting was Tron Identity, which I wasn't expecting a Tron yeah. game. And I will say, guys, before uh, Star Wars and Lucasfilm was all bought, I think they had Marvel at this point, but they made that movie Tron Legacy. And it was in that weird time where they're like, yo, here's Tron, here's John Carter, here's Prince of Persia. Fuck you for doing Prince of Persia. You guys are piece of shits. Fucking made Jake Hall a brown guy. It doesn't even count. Should have done an actual Persian piece of shits uh yeah i can't believe they used jake gyllenhaal they had all these interesting movies though that were like in that vein not pirates of the caribbean style they weren't like rides but they were just kind of taking other ip and just utilizing them or older ones and it was like oh cool tron's got life again you could see all this cool stuff they could potentially do with tron and they got star wars and we're like they're like no no fuck tron we got star wars now we don't give a shit and it's cool to finally see something resurfacing again because honestly tron is still an untapped gold mine of just oh, cool yeah. concepts I, you could totally utilize it's a really cool concept it's like the idea of there being a living in a sense world inside of a computer is just like a really cool idea yeah and uh this new game is being done by bithel games uh tron it, it's so this is what it's described as apparently uh a visual novel adventure that follows query a detective program that must solve an unpre- uh, unprecedented crime in the grid. So that's all we got from it. We don't have uh, anything else besides that it's coming next year. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure we'll see a lot more since it's a year away and the year is yep. almost over. So that means it would be basically about a year or less away, most likely. Yeah, when I heard it was like a, like a noir-esque detective story, I was just like, that's actually a really cool idea, uh, setting it in the grid, because it's literally just like dark all the time. Yeah. Uh, next up was, was the Mickey Mouse and Friends game that's coming on Switch. It's like a, it looks honestly like a Rayman game, hmm. but I I didn't really care. I I, I can skip yeah. this one. Uh, I'm you're good. Yeah, no, I. Cool. Eh, someone will uh, like it. There was more, uh, just small footage on Marvel's Midnight Suns, which uh, I was actually talking to Blockstorf, and he was telling me like he's he's not for this game. He's not with it, and so I I'm get not the it. only one who's not super uh, interested like i think a lot of people probably won't be um i am because i know what genre it is and who's making it yeah this is this is like XCOM. this is marvel x i think and I, if i was more of a fan of that genre maybe i'd be more psyched yeah and i i actually still really want to play XCOM too so i'm actually pumped for this just because i'm down you know i'm down for this stuff i started uh, playing gears tactics which is like the same thing too and i, I like it but I it's just like that. i don't know the the missions are so long that I, I'll, I'll get through one and be like Okay, I'm done for the night. I'll do something else later. I mean, that that's not bad to have just like a game <laughs> no. where you're just like one mission a day or one mission. Yeah, I'll chip away at it every, it. Like every so often. Yeah, it's not something you have to de- dedicate yourself to, really. Um, and I know for sure I'm playing with Blade and Magic. Those are like the two characters I really, really want to try out. Um, but I honestly don't think they gave us really anything new on it, though. Uh, besides the, I think they said like a switch version is coming. Oh, wait, um, no, no. It's, um, it's coming December 2nd. That was the big thing. The, the release right. date. It was delayed. And I guess now we have the supposedly final date. Yeah. 
And it's funny because like the only other game so far, I think that we're looking at in December is uh, Callisto Protocol. I'm pretty sure. Right. And usually it this is not normal because most games don't come out in December. December is like that dead month where everyone's just like, all right, all the fall games came out and you're going to wait for them for yeah. the holiday season to buy uh, right now. Like that's usually what happens in December. Like traditionally, if you're going to get a game out in the end of the year and you want it to sell super big, usually you get it out in November before Thanksgiving. So that like Black Friday hits and everyone goes out shopping anyway. Maybe they'll get your game. Yeah. And then uh, Marvel Strike Force. I, it's a mobile game. I don't really care. Yeah. You, you good? No, I'm, yeah. I've never been interested in it. And then Most uh, another games don't interest me. Another one. Marvel Snap, which is a free to play card game. Also not interested. You good? Yeah, no. I'm, All right. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 please, sir. You may skip me upon this one. Uh, there was a weird, like, quick talk. Also, did you notice who was hosting? It was, like, Blessing out of Yo-Yo Jr. from Kind of Funny. I, was like, I saw that. Fuck? I was like, oh, shit. Good for him. Like, How did you get <laughs> uh, Aliens Dark Descent. There was, like, talk on Aliens Dark Descent, Frontiers of Pandora, the Avatar game, and Lego Star Wars Saga. It oh, was like right, very they brief. Fox. I was like, wait a minute, why the fuck? Yeah, are you I got about so aliens? confused when I saw the aliens game. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? But yeah, there was there wasn't really anything new to talk about. It's them. so weird to think that there was a a, uh, a presentation where like Mickey Mouse and friends and aliens were on the same like stage. I want to do a presentation where they're like Mickey Mouse is like I'm here to announce the new Disney princess, and then a xenomorph pops out and goes, "I'm the princess." Yeah, it just pops out of his chest. That's fun for the whole family, right? I think. As yeah. long as the message is that she's beautiful on the inside. Yeah. Disney fight. it. Just do that. I'm beautiful in every single way. Where else can't break me? I forget what that song's called. I, wait, I think it's just called Beautiful. Actually. My heart burns as hard as my my acid blood. I don't know. Stop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Return to Monkey Island. Uh, I don't think they told us really anything new uh on that one what, did you notice anything have you played monkey island games no i i'm interested i kind of want to get i think it might be on steam like i i have just been told by mostly jared petty from like previously working at ign and stuff like that that the monkey island games are some of the funniest games you'll ever is, was play. he the one that did retronauts or is that someone else? Oh, wait no i'm thinking of wait jared petty wait i'm thinking of, oh never mind i'm thinking of someone else sorry no. All right, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I, I have wanted to play them just because also they are Lucas, Lucas Arts game yeah. from way back when. Uh, I don't even know where you can play them really. Are they just on Steam or something? I would be shocked if there wasn't like a PC version somewhere you can find. Uh, I know there are mobile versions on like at least iOS and probably Android, but like I've heard that those versions are not super great. So if you could play the PC versions, it's better. Okay. And then um, Gargoyles Remastered was announced, which I was like, Yo, oh, shit. So and I, was, I used to love that series so much. Yeah, I was like, oh, Literally shit. Literally one of the first things I watched on Disney Plus when I got it was Gargoyles. I still have. Dude, there's so many. I, I'm, I'm not going to start this thing. Yo, Goliath is badass. He I wears honest, his, like He wears his wings like a cape. It's awesome. I know. The, so for the game, uh, I never played the game. That's cool they remastered it, but I'm just like... I I'll didn't probably... know it was a game. Exactly. I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, I'm probably not going to play it personally, just because I got enough on my plate already. 
that's um, fair. But it's a cool remaster. I like that they are bringing back all the older Disney games because that was an interesting trove of like more just hey yeah. we made a game and it's a platformer I love they brought or back something. like the lion king and aladdin games too and apparently some of them are actually really fucking hard and i was like oh oh yeah no sounds... the lion king game is notorious for being like frustratingly hard yeah uh and then uh they briefly said something about the mirrorverse which is that new disney game which has all the different yeah. characters together i think this one showed oogie boogie and who was the other one it showed it was like was I it Ursula or Maleficent? I, I don't I, fucking remember. Because I haven't been interested in that game. Because I, is it like a MOBA or something? I honestly don't know. It's a free-to-play action RPG game that is uh, in a divergent Disney universe that has united the most iconic heroes and villains against a dark force. So they're okay. all playing together. Um, and the mobile title, it's, so it's a Halloween season stuff, and it'll introduce new guardians like Hades and whatnot. Okay. Um, and honestly, does sound interesting if. I wanted to get more into mobile games, if I will be honest. I mean, like, the way they show the animations for it at least looked kind of cool. So, I don't yeah. know. I mean, as, as much as I haven't been that into playing mobile games traditionally, like, I will admit, in recent years, they have gotten much more impressive. Yeah. Which, there there's, like, one more we'll talk about in a second. Um, another thing, uh, Disney's Speedstorm, which I didn't know was a thing. Uh, apparently, they're doing a Monsters, Inc. thing now, but it is a Disney racer game. And I was like, okay, cool, uh, bye. But <laughs> I will say that they had like cool tracksuits for everyone, and it looked really fucking, really fucking weird to see Captain Jack Sparrow in a racer tracksuit. It, it, it like really felt unnatural because he still has all the head shit, but then he's a racer suit on, and I'm like, this is wrong for so many reasons. But you know who looked good in it? Mulan, she actually looked like this cool racer. I was like, oh, she got that. drip going. Yeah, it was really funny. Uh, next up was uh, actually what I wanted to talk about too, Dreamlight Valley. So Which one Dreamlight is that Valley, the Animal Crossing type game? This is the Animal Crossing game. I was not expecting this. So Disney's Dreamlight, it's a life sim, Animal Crossing, and, an, and apparently it's adding like uh, Toy Story characters right now to it. But it, it, it shows like every platform. So it's on all PlayStation uh, platforms, all Xbox, Steam, uh, Epic, uh, Windows uh, Store, and even fucking like Switch and game. It's on Game Pass apparently too. I don't know how much this game even costs if it's like free to play or not. I don't know what Game Pass would give it if it is free to play. But uh, I'm just kind of mildly curious just after now playing Animal Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm like... Do I just go to like a Disney village? I'm just all, I have all my handpicked Disney characters I want or something. Yeah, like the kind of funny guys uh, just have reviewed it. And at least Joey Noel, who granted she is like a huge Disney fan. Uh, she's been liking it. So, so apparently not bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm tempted to download at least, you know, this and that RPG game just to I just want to see what it's about. I want to I'm, I'm just curious yeah. a little bit, just a little bit, just a bit. Um, just because I don't do mobile games except now while I was in Atlanta, a bunch of my friends moved me back onto pokemon go i'm not gonna lie unfortunately james are you back on that wagon <laughs> yeah oh my god they got me um gotta get I, those raids i gotta get those raids there's like an old alakazam mega and i'm like what the fuck is an omega and then they're like yeah it's all these new things now and i'm like You're i like, was oh, gone no, for too more. long yeah there's there's more they're like but wait there's more and i'm like jesus christ okay um Next up, we have Avatar Reckoning. Is that what it's called? Yeah, so I guess that's the name of the game. 
Did we know the name of it, or was it I don't, just I like... think that's the name now, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's the it's the mobile game MMORPG oh, shooter. Oh, so not the Ubisoft game. No, so this is an MMO shooter mobile game. Weird, okay. It was also shown at Ubisoft Forward briefly, I think. But it... Huh. I don't... I can't tell if it's like a battle royale or not. I'm kind of... Weird. But I'm curious about it, a little bit. It's like one of those... I feel like all these... To like D23 and Ubisoft really were pushing mobile games and there's like a small handful where I'm like I'm going to download and just check these out for a second and then probably delete like five out of six of them or something but well, maybe see, there's I could see why Disney would want to do it because there's a lot of money in it yeah. if it works and Ubisoft is just like <laughs> like yeah, fucking then, yeah. going crazy for mobile right now uh, you can quote me on that sound effect <laughs> uh, and then the last two things Captain America Black Panther game that's Which, what I'm super excited for. This is I, I'm I'm actually excited for this. I don't really know what kind of game it's really going to be, but the reason it seems exciting is because of who's involved with it, which is yeah, Amy exactly. Hennig. Mm-hmm. And if she's in it, I'm like, oh well, okay, let's let's check this out. And it's from Skydance New Media, which is like a, uh, it's like her the studio she's working with right now, and it's you know we saw Paris and shit World War II era, and we see Cap Black Panther. And I'm pretty sure a black American soldier and a, um, what are they called again? The guards, the King's guard for. Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. Dora, Dora, Mina, Dora Milaje. Oh, those. Yeah. The Dora Milaje. Yeah. We see one Dora Milaje, which I think is supposed to be the spy character. And, um, I don't know if they're supposed to be, I think they're different classes, but they've said this game isn't co-op. So I'm very curious what this game is going to be. And I would assume, you know, Judging that even though there's so many different licenses right now for Disney type games, whether it's Marvel, Star Wars, or just Disney in general, they probably don't want them to clash with each other. So I would imagine that this is minding the release windows of both Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine and Midnight Suns and like other stuff like that. Then again, I think it's far far enough off that we're going to probably see it in between Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 is my guess. If it's still untitled, but... You know yeah yeah i mean i think spider-man 2 is supposed to come out like sometime next year i think and it is next year i'm like almost positive it's next year i i would bet wolverine at the soonest would be 2024 but... at the soonest but i would say 2025 even yeah i can't believe they that's much fucking... safer yeah there was a cool teaser they did but it's like yeah. we're not getting that part that was like our that was the playstation elder scroll 6 <laughs> i i literally did not expect it to be a wolverine game i was just like really a Wolverine game specifically, yeah. also from Insomniac. Okay. Oh, so it's Gabriel Jones from the Helen Commandos. That was the Black Soldier. Oh. Okay. And then uh, Nanali, leader of the Wakandan Spy Network. Okay. I also think it's interesting that because it's, I mean, it makes sense. It's World War Two era, so it's not T'Challa. It's probably it's either his dad or his, maybe his granddad. I bet it's his grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. What's what, I wonder what his dad's name because it's T'Challa. His dad's name is T'Chaka. Yeah, I don't know offhand what his grandfather's name was. I would. All right, it, this is really bad. I I know this is really bad, but it, I just what if it was T'Chungus? <laughs> what, if, what if it was Big T'Chunga? <laughs> I know that's horrible. But I I think that's I think that's funny. I think that'd be great. And the worst part is I'm just imagining just that the fat Bugs Bunny in a Black Panther costume. That's it. So it's just a stretched out Black Panther costume with Bugs Bunny still like, it's great. You know, apparently they might put him in the fucking multiverses game. I heard about that. It's 
really weird. Like, what what would he do other than like Bugs Bunny is literally already in the uh, I don't know in that game. It's I mean, so you confusing. Could, you know, just you got to go with the meme, right? I think that's literally the whole point. Is it's just like that's recognizable. I mean, look there. at Shaggy. Shaggy was a meme, and they literally turned the meme into a playable character. So yeah. they could do to. to, to I was gonna say to. <laughs> You could just do Big Chunkus, and I think it would be great. Um, and then last was, which I'm right. They didn't they didn't say what type of game it is, right? I'm not crazy. No, I don't think they were specific on that. I think they just okay. talked like characters and setting. On so we like I said, there's no co-op, but I I will say if there's one hope of what this game could be like, I really hope it is similar to a specific game from Pandemic saboteur hmm. which is like kind of like it wasn't big open world it was like more sandbox which is i guess you could say a smaller version of open world rpg and stuff um and if it's more like an action type game that you can switch between characters with like this uh, and just choose who you want to specialize with i think that'd be really cool and i think it'll also just be really cool just to see black a black panther of that like era with captain america and see how they like interact and whatnot yeah um i hope it's also they... interesting. i want to know how those like paths cross yeah because i'm shocked like you we're not getting like an invaders game instead we're doing this yeah. which i could see how an invaders game would be more difficult just because you know uh the invaders was the old like pre-avengers world war ii team it was captain america bucky not winter soldier bucky but just bucky as his sidekick uh the original human torch which was like an android side it was an yeah, android so weird and namor so you know Maybe they'll make appearances. That would be cool. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I really want to see Human Torch. I think that'd be really interesting. But I'm just saying. And then last thing here was World of Heroes, which um, I think that was a thing, right? Uh, I think there was a game called World of Heroes. Or am I correct? Oh, yeah. Marvel, that, now, now I remember what it is. So it's a new Marvel AR game. It's it's from oh, Niantic. Oh, I did see it's that trailer. The, it's the Marvel Pokemon Go game. Yeah, uh, I saw that and it was like, oh, really? I mean, I guess, I, I guess you could, but but why? Yeah, that's... I mean, I don't think it's going to do that well considering, like, haven't all the other non-Pokemon Niantic games kind of crashed already? Pretty much. I mean, there's a, there's really a Ghostbusters one and the Harry, or the Harry Potter one. That's what I'm saying. I, I, didn't the Harry Potter one already die? Isn't it gone? Pretty sure. So, you know... Uh, this smart maybe Marvel can do it because Harry Potter. I guess you could say Harry Potter is more niche than Marvel, kind yeah. of. And Ghostbusters right is twenty times more niche than both of those. Yeah, but um, who knows? Considering Marvel is literally shoved down your throat via theatrical and Disney Plus. Like, I what guess. are you gonna collect? Just like Marvel knickknacks, or, or are you know. fighting scrolls? You like slave Marvel characters, you just see fucking Wolverine, and you're like, gotcha. <laughs> I don't fucking know. You see Wolverine in the wild and just fucking catch him. Uh, You're all the collector. Uh, you can create your own very own superhero and team up with their favorite Marvel characters in the real world. Okay. Oh, weird. Okay. I don't really know what they'll do, though. How's that going to work? I fucking... I, 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 I don't <laughs> know, man. How does any of this ever work, really? Uh, I, I did see Cyclops laser eyes, so I'm like, oh, if you get X-Men stuff, then... Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, shit, are they confirming Cyclops for the MCU? And then I read it, read it again, and it's like, it's a Marvel game, it's not an MCU game. I'm like, ow. Okay. I wonder what power you get to have as a as your own character. I think it's pretty much like DC, probably DC Universe Online, where you just, 
you could choose any power, but they're all based off of like someone from the MC- uh, DC universe already. You'd be like, I want, I want heat vision, I want to fly, and I want to have a weakness to kryptonite. And be like, what? Yeah. And I, you can't do that in this game, but I want this one. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But that was all the game stuff. Um, for sure, it was the uh, Black Panther Captain America game that was probably the most interesting yeah. there. Uh, and then randomly some mobile Disney games for some reason. <laughs> uh next up was the uh well i guess really fast just to go through them just because it's like a quick in between but disney plus had like a few uh trailers shown for stuff that wasn't like part of these big showcases that they really did or if they did a disney plus showcase it was very small i'm not really sure uh but they had uh some random things but four stood out to me which was uh the santa clauses where Tim Allen's Santa Claus from those Santa Claus movies is going to retire. And uh, he's getting a new Santa Claus. And for some reason in the trailer, Peyton Manning is there applying to be Santa Claus. Weird. It's also weird that it's like a series. I thought it was a movie at first. It's a series. And Peyton Manning is, for those that don't know, the Indianapolis Colts slash uh, Denver Broncos quarterback who is retired now. And he's like, yeah, I can be Santa. And and it's really fucking weird. I got nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do remember people complaining, saying that they didn't see Bernard in it, uh, which is that elf with the hat. Is he not? He is in this one. He oh, showed okay. up in this trailer because they've like showed off images and stuff before, and it looked like he wasn't in it. So I think they were just either holding him off or they straight up had to put him in because fans were losing their minds, being like, where the fuck is Bernard? Uh, but he's there, and he looks old. So looking forward to that. Uh, it ruins you, the illusion. He's supposed to be an elf. You can imagine when this comes out, if it's a Santa Claus thing. Uh, and then uh, The Proud Family Season 2, which I'm actually excited for. Ironically enough, like I've been trying to talk about The Proud Family because I've watched like the entire old season series again, plus the movie and then the new series, Revival. And I've had my notes just sitting there waiting for me to talk about it for a while now. And uh, soon enough, I'll talk about it. But I would very much like to talk about it before the second season comes out next year in January. Uh, or is it February? One of the two. But it looked good. Uh, honestly, this show is something I look forward to now. Uh, and then uh, there was a quick Percy Jackson trailer, which I'm not sure if I'm going to yeah, watch this show. I skipped this one because I, I I never read the books. I didn't watch the movies, so I'm not really invested in it at all. Yeah, uh, I watched the movies. They were fine, but uh, well, I don't know. I'll see if I have any interest in this, but yeah. That's kind of the sentiment I got from most people was like, it didn't show really you something. the trailer didn't show you anything either. Well, it just seemed like from that entire series, it's like it's not something that I probably would be interested in, which is weird because I usually am really interested in like mythology, especially Greek mythology and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just get the impression that it would be, I would be, I might like it, but it's not really worth the time, I guess. Yeah. And then, it, dude, the movie is funny because Pierce Brosnan was the centaur, so you just see Pierce Brosnan as a horse. Weird. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, finally, the National Treasure series, which yeah. looks to be in universe with like the Nicolas Cage stuff, because it even has one of the char- his like kind of brain character. That the dude was the kind of he shows up at the end of the trailer and he's just like, "Oh, what's your clue? I'd love to help." <laughs> yeah, which is funny. And I think they still, I think, are making National Treasure 3. I really hope they are, because I want another Nicolas Cage National Treasure. 
national yeah. treasure movie you know I'm definitely interested in this because like i have a weird soft spot for those two national treasure movies like i'll still watch them every once in a while so and it's like they're not using i mean okay the uh yeah the sidekick character i'm forgetting his name currently like he he shows up in the trailer yeah i don't know if they're gonna bother to ask nick cage to come back he's not like a cameo i doubt it uh or the um female lead the female lead i forget her name too i don't remember but uh like it so it's interesting that they're using new characters but also it's like it's a series so it's its own and they have a tie of like their own historical stuff and i'm curious to see like if this will have more that style that national treasure does and even maybe incorporate some uncharted style stuff too but i don't know if it'll get that like ungrounded in terms of just like kind of chaotic shit going on like oh like um falling out of a plane or some shit i'm sure it'll be much more literally grounded than that i I do love the uh the main characters of this series seem to be getting their at least starting clues from like the guy who turns out to be part of the masons in the first movie that's like the fbi agent that was like actually trying to keep everything like under wraps or whatever oh i forgot about that dude it's been since i've watched it oh shit that's actually kind of cool all right. Uh, oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, I, I gotta rewatch be those. like, Wow, why is he familiar? Oh, it was the guy. He was the FBI. I, I probably FBI. I, I haven't watched those movies since probably at least maybe five years post release was the last time I watched each one. Really? So okay. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I think I watched um, like both of them like maybe a year or two ago on Disney Plus just because I was bored. Okay. And then, uh, you ready for the next showcase? So. Next up is the Disney Pixar showcase that we got. And this one, I crack up because Disney, at least, I guess they were just meeting for a while, or Pixar was, and they're like, you know, we're not doing any more sequels. We're done. Incredibles 2 is the last sequel we're doing, plus Toy Story 4. Like, we're just going to do only, like, new IP after that. And then they announced Inside Out 2. (laughs) Guess I got to watch the first one. Oh, you never seen it? Nah, it's one of those ones that like I I really wanted to watch and I just didn't see it when it was in theaters. And I know it's on Disney Plus, and I just don't. I haven't picked a, uh, picked a uh, put apart. Oh my god, put aside time to like watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah. it's it's a good time. I think you'll like it. it yeah, it's enjoyable. It's, I've heard it's really good. Uh, Inside Out Two, uh, directed by Kelsey Mann. I'm looking at the the tweet they put out for it. Uh, it's going to be coming out summer 2024 so you got i think you got a little bit of time time. you got some time yeah uh i don't think they said anything else about it but i'm just like uh they just said amy puller is back to star in it again she was the main character joy which was one of the five emotions that are in the movie uh i'm i can only imagine i have an inkling of like what it could be about which i'm just gonna say one word puberty but we'll see. Yeah, probably next phase of life for sure. That makes sense. All those fun emotions. Uh, and I actually just want to go to the next Pixar thing. I'm going to skip ahead for a second just to point out something kind of scary. Uh, but Pixar's new other movie, which is called... Is it Elio? Elio, yeah. So Elio is a alien movie. And it's a boy who finds himself transported across the galaxy and mistaken for the intergalactic ambassador for our planet Earth. And it's starring America Ferreira, America Ferreira as Olga Solis and Jonas Kibreb as Elio, Elio, whatever fucking you say it. Um, I honestly don't know if I said the actor's name correct or not. Sorry if I didn't. 
And that one's being directed by Adrian Molina. And uh, that comes out spring 2024. So think about that, guys. We're getting Elio, a Pixar movie, spring 2024. And then we're getting Inside Out 2, a Pixar movie, summer 2024. So they are at max three months apart. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Which, I mean, we already know, like, obviously Pixar probably is like four to five different, like, theatrical, like, movie teams working on stuff. So it's not really like a whole work thing. It's just crazy that they're lined up that close together. We already know, like, Disney does like to do pretty much at least 12 things a year, practically. They want the entire calendar filled out in theaters and on Disney+. Plus. They want you always thinking about them 24-7. We've talked about this before. But I just think it's kind of crazy, specifically, that they're wanting to put both Pixar uh titles out in the same six month span of like spring and summer of 2024 i don't know that's kind of crazy right i think it's kind of crazy no i mean like the the amount of things that disney is trying to like shove into each year at this point is like insane and then um we got wish which is uh it's coming from this is like disney animated studio so you know frozen encanto uh, moana etc uh they're in riot the last dragon i totally forgot uh wishes their animated film that explores how the iconic wishing star came to be which i guess is the whole when you wish upon a star blah 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 fucking fireworks and shit um the, the one from pinocchio i think in general just a, you know when you wish oh. on Oh, just like the idea of being able to wish on a star? That or I I guess Weird. it's the wishing uh, okay. star. Yeah. So starring uh, Ariana DeBoyce as Asha or Asha, uh, directed by Chris Buck and Fawn Vera Sunthorn. It's a long name. And all new song featuring all new songs by Julia Michaels. And it's coming out November of next year, November 2023. And right. there's a like concept art piece where it shows this really big tower with all this little buildings underneath it and a girl with a goat. And I think the girl is, I, I can't, okay. So I can't tell what um, terrain it's supposed to be. Like the girl looks either Middle Eastern or black. So I'm imagining either African or North African, like, you know, like North yeah. African desert portion area or just uh, main African or Middle Eastern. Uh, but the buildings themselves look like fully developed. They're like very much like there's a giant tower and all this shit. So I really can't tell what uh, did, like architecture and stuff, but I, it's for sure one of those three areas uh, without a doubt, just basing looking at her. And then she has a little goat with her who's wearing pajamas. And I don't know what to say about that personally. Um, that's the only thing that stands out here. Uh, the tower looks cool, but I have no idea what the fuck this is. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, next up, it could also just be not our world. It could be like alternate, whatever the fuck, make up stuff. I'm not sure. That's true. Um, then we have the uh, animated series called Iwaju. I remember us talking about that. I feel like a while ago, where it's supposed to be like, um, it's <sighs> I forget what it was called. It's like, um. It's supposed to be Nigeria, I think, in, like, the future or something. It's, like, a cool future city. Uh, and it, it's, like, utopia-type shit. And it's, yeah, journey into a futuristic version of Lagos, Nigeria, 
with this first look of Disney animation in uh, Kugali's Iwaju, the all new or original series, uh, which comes next year. And I, I'm not going to lie, James, there was something funny in the comments. Oh. And I just cracked up when I saw it because I was like, wow. <laughs> so someone tweets, first of all, Disney Plus is not available in Nigeria. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> ironic. <laughs> Makes me wonder huh. who the creative team behind this is. And secondly, say, uh, say, well, Holly, that frog is not wearing kaftan. And okay, so they get into stuff that I don't even understand. That's like, like specific more... shit that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's more, I guess, Nigerian critique uh, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, someone else says you could have done at least a little bit of research. Uh, oh, wait. But that would cost precious money. Yeah, I, I think, I'm pretty sure people that work on it are Nigerian. I'm pretty sure they did yeah. get people to do it. But I it is still ironic one. that, I think it is ironic that Plus isn't on there. Yeah. But maybe they do have that international service star. Is that on there, I guess? Would that be I would available know. to them? I'm not sure, but. Uh, someone else says Nigerians are definitely not part of the target audience. How are you really releasing an animation about a city in a country that the channel is unavailable at? So that's just another one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think the concept sounds cool. And especially because usually no one ever focuses on Africa. So that's kind of a cool thing to yeah. finally like bring up and actually utilize there. I've always said it for years. Like I always never care about, when they either replace like a person with a different skin color of a person that's based off like an original character or something, uh, just because it does feel uh, parts, I would say either lazy or that they have more importantly, uh, very little faith in original concepts coming from yeah. those places of origin. Like I've always said, I want to see more African lore just come up. I mean, Middle Eastern lore just come up, all that kind of stuff. It's not the best of examples, but like that's one of the reasons I think why Black Panther was so different and interesting uh, compared to like all the other Marvel movies that came out around it was just like it literally showed you a culture that most people have not ever been exposed to before. So it was interesting and different. Yeah, which I, I will just also this Black Panther was made by white people just saying also, that's fair. And that's uh, why that's I was really, like, it's not the best example. It's not the best example. <laughs> um, but you, you know, what's a fun example. Static shock when he goes to Africa and he meets uh, a dude, Nazi, the spider, the, the superhero remember, there in Africa. Dude, I remember when I was a kid and he went to Africa and he like talks to his white friend and he's like, yo, like I'm not in the minority while I'm here. Is this what you feel like all the time? And I was dude, just like, that sh- oh yeah, huh? Such, such a fucking good show. And I, it's just this kind of stuff. Um, if these two should like, if wish does that kind of stuff, if, uh, this show does, uh, I want to make sure I say the name correct. I can't say it like off the top of my head. If I'm going to be honest, sorry guys, Iwaju, like if they can actually pull these things off and really just showcase the lore of these countries, these regions, uh, I will really appreciate that. Cause I- I'm tired of just like color washing shit and just doing what's easy instead of really going yeah. and building something from the ground up and showing something new especially like fucking south america is also another untapped resource even australia kind of not not white yeah, australia that I mean, one, like uh el dorado movie that's it yeah like i want to see some aborigine aborigine is it the aborigine in australia right yeah yeah so, so show me some of that yeah, cool that would be too. cool yeah like fucking use all these things there's so much there you guys can utilize um next up uh that pixar uh th- that series they're coming at the baseball show that uh what's it called um uh win or lose that's coming 2023 and i think they showed a first look of that but we didn't see it 
And then um, there was a trailer that we also didn't see for Elemental, which was that 2023 Pixar movie. It's supposed to be like fire and water type characters, yeah. I think. No, it was really annoying scrolling through the IGN list of everything that happened at D23 and like 90% of it was just like, we could tell you about it, but we can't show you it. Yeah. So that's all the animated stuff and then a lot of action stuff. Uh, we'll go through pretty quickly here, but I'm 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 sorry, guys. I'm not going to be that positive about most of these things, or I'm just going to be like, well, none of the Disney live action movies have been honestly good ideas. Besides, except honestly, for maybe Maleficent from Cruella, 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 Maleficent, uh, Alice in Wonderland, and then and, um, yeah. Jungle Book was good. Jungle Book was actually uh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Okay. But everything three. else, uh, yeah. I don't know. I never watched Pete the Dragon or Big Friendly Giant. I can't say shit about those. Personally, you remember they made a, a Lady in the Tramp movie for Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, some friends worked no on it. I heard it was shit. Uh, <laughs> I told my friends, I was like, oh, you guys worked on it. I'm gonna watch it. And everyone said it was shit, and I was like, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. I still uh, have it. But, uh, so we got a trailer for The Little Mermaid, which uh, showed us absolutely nothing. All well, we they know tra- is they that... showed her singing. Yeah, we her know. Her okay. doesn't look very red to me, or it, it might just be because she's in like a dark cave. But I, I can't, I couldn't tell if I'm to be. I was honest. just like, yeah. it feels like that's literally Ariel's most noticeable feature is her extremely bright red hair, and I was yeah. just like, if they don't get the hair right, then that's going to be a problem for a lot of. I people. mean, we know it's like dyed; it's not real red. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Wait. Um, was it? Did they ever mention that that Ariel's hair is dyed? No, I meant the actress here. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> That's why it's harder. It's not fucking natural red. Yeah. Um. Well, look what they did for fucking like Amber Heard though. Her hair's not that red. They, they gave her a fucking wig, dude. That was just yeah, a wig. That was that. not real hair. Yeah, that wasn't even dye. Yeah. Um. But. So, uh, singing good. She's got vocals. Oh yeah. Cool. It sounds the, fine. There's nothing else I can say. We didn't see anything. Like we, we don't really know anything. It was a very else short trailer. The only thing I could say was we saw the sea turtles, and I could easily tell they were not real sea turtles. Nah. That's about it. I was like, oh, okay, yep, these ain't real. Um, that's about it. But when did this come out? Is this the? Do we even know if this is theatrical or is this Disney Plus? Oh god, I want to say Disney Plus because it seemed like after like most of the trailers, it just did streaming like 2023 or something like that. But I could be totally wrong on that. And I'll say I just keep getting screwed up with names here. I'm really sorry because the, the actress's name is ha- uh, Hallie Bailey. And oh, it's just confusing. so close to Halle Berry. So I keep yeah. my eyes. I don't. Ha- okay. I don't have. Um, what's the word? Dyslexia. You, I don't have dyslexia, but my eyes do keep fucking my, me up and making me think I keep reading. Uh, that happens Berry. to everyone, dude. Like, yeah, your brain tries to autocorrect to something like frequently to something that you recognize. That's how you tend to like overlook mistakes when you're reading. Yeah. So my apologies to Halle Bailey. Uh, if I ever keep saying Barry in the future, I, I do apologize. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, May 6th, 2023 in theaters. Okay. So it is the Oh, okay. So it's coming to theaters May 6th, 2023. So that's next year. It's like seven, eight months away, I guess. We'll see how that does, because uh, it's nothing. It's it's just like any other live action movie. It's like, will it be good? Like even Beauty and yeah. the Beast, which I wanted so badly, it had Emma Watson and it was like okay, but at least like Beast was really fucking his new song Evermore was really fucking good, and also she got hit by a snowball that was fucking hilarious. Um, I don't know. I just I saw that Lion King movie and it was just like, Ugh, Lion King movie. This yeah. is in every way not just not as good as the original. <laughs> Speaking not of, bad. we're getting a Mufasa good. movie in 2024, yeah, and I, and I, I saw that and I was like, 
What are you doing? No one even really liked the remake. No one wants this fucking movie, guys. What the fuck are you guys doing? This is the one. This is the one I was like, it's not even, you could have gone animated. If you want to do a Mufasa prequel, just, at least just do the fucking animated version of like traditional that. or something. But they're like, no, we're going to do the, the fucking visual effects that like. Dude, I we, certainly got mad in the theater when they got to uh, Simba's song. Um can't wait to be a king and i was just like oh no my wasn't boy. it they ruined wasn't it my beyonce boy. as nala and donald glover as uh simba oh, yeah it was donald glover huh it had that cast and guess what Dude, the casting i didn't give two shits i didn't even care the voices i could give two shits about yeah. it was straight up like it, it was enough where i forgot their voices were even there and i was just looking at these fucking like emotionless looking animals and i'm like yeah great the only ones that fucking got me unfortunately guess what it was fucking timon and pumbaa yeah <laughs> and it was just because it was Seth Rogen going, hey, 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 like, hey, hey, like, it's just fucking laugh. That's it. Yeah, his That's all there was. God, it's fucking, I can't believe that. You know what is even more insane? Who's directing it is Barry Jenkins. Barry Jenkins directed Moonlight, which won an Oscar. For real? And I watched that shit in theaters. Moonlight was fantastic. Huh. And I'm like, this dude could do anything. And it's okay, like, yo, he's going to do Mufasa. And I'm like, okay, I didn't mean to do anything. Yeah, I'm slightly but... more interested now. I, I don't, I don't trust it, even with his name on it. I don't nah. trust it. Because the way I see it for him, I get it. This is probably easy money, where it's like, hey, Disney's going to pay you a lot of money to do this. And it's like, okay, fuck it, do a Mufasa story. But I'm just like, this ain't it, Chief. Not for me, at least. It's just uh, like in my brain, I, I keep going over the um, Jeff Goldblum character from uh, uh, Jurassic Park. It's like, you, you thought so long about whether you could do it. You never thought about how, whether you should do it. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's a lot of Disney stuff, if we're going to be honest. Uh, uh, Snow White, uh, coming 2024. Uh, Rachel Zegler, I think, is supposed to be Snow White. And then Gal Gadot is the queen. Um, I, I, I did see a picture of them together. Huh. And it's so funny seeing the visible height difference between Gal Gadot and this girl. Because Gal Gadot is tall. Like, she's she ain't short. She's pretty tall. That um, is just funny seeing that... Uh, We'll see how that is. Uh, I don't really know what... Uh, apparently, Godot uh, shows off an evil queen laugh, so that'll be interesting. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and it, it doesn't stop one more of the classics being potentially destroyed by their live-action adaptations. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy uh, is going to be coming up, and I think they should a poster of it, I want to say. it's It shows like the ship in the clouds, and it shows them like flying above it. And stuff and like peter and captain hook oh no wendy is fighting captain hook and then peter is also about to fight captain hook and then the brothers are there you know what's his face with the teddy bear and then the top hat and the umbrella uh because i think that the whole thing it's called peter pan and wendy is like wendy's gonna have a bigger role than instead of being like the damsel in the cartoon so they want to make it more i guess equalized within it but it comes to Hi. streaming so it's a not theatrical it's streaming in 2023 and but yeah we'll see how this goes uh if anything really we we got our fucking live action movie already it's called hook and it has robin williams in it it's peter pan Mm -hmm. it's fucking phenomenal it's literally on disney plus i'm pretty sure i i highly doubt this will even come remotely close to that fucking movie and also if this movie doesn't have rufio what's the fucking point no rufio no deal like that's that's like the best guy um which was played by Dante Bosco, who is the voice of Prince Zuko, if those that don't know that. Hmm. And uh, The Haunted Mansion. So there's a trailer for that we also did not get to see. 
And I can't believe that, they're making another Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still sad they didn't do the one Guillermo del Toro wanted to do that would have had, I think, Ryan Gosling. I forgot about it. that. Yeah. yeah, this one, I we don't really know too much. I think Danny DeVito, oh. Owen Wilson, Winona Ryder uh, are in it, which I'm just like, what's Danny DeVito going to be? It's like, I'm a ghost. It's my thing. Like, I, I don't really know what he's going to be doing. He's going to uh, be a demon. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be great but i don't know what's we'll see how that goes when that gets here i guess um then there was uh, a trailer for disenchanted which actually looked interesting because it's a sequel to that old enchanted movie which was supposed to be oh what if we did like oh i thought a you princess enchantment <laughs> no no not the netflix show yeah but uh did you ever watch enchanted it had amy adams as like a princess from the, no, like she comes out of the cartoon world into the love action world and it was that whole kind of i've heard trope. of it but i don't uh, think i ever actually watched it it was good uh it was it was funny it was cool for the time this is like a sequel to it and to bring back all the same characters but i think like they do a weird wish thing that kind of fucks everything up and it it's like oh no you've done a wish and now it's bringing all these different princess movie tropes into that world of like evil stepmom and shit uh so it's you know, the whole thing is these movies are comedies. So as long as it's funny, that's really all that matters. That was the point of it was to be funny. And right. the first one was pretty fucking funny. It's also got James Marsden in it, which is even funnier. He was Psych like, laughs. he was her original prince. Also Westworld now too. And yeah, I guess Sonic. Oh, um, Teddy. <laughs> more importantly, the Anchorman 2 fight. <laughs> He's an Anchorman 2. It's also, also in uh, Sonic. Yes. Yo, I got way more hyped watching Sonic 2 than I want to admit. <laughs> I, I I bet you did, you sick bastard. Um, I'll get you to watch those movies eventually. That everyone says that. How's that? Just like one day I'll just like wake up strapped to a chair, dude. I'm gonna be if anyone did that, I'd be so just like I'd rather get high and I don't smoke weed, but I do uh, weed before I watch Sonic. Uh, November 24th, it's coming out. Actually, it's coming straight to Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. I think this will be cool. This is, I think, out of all of the. Um, Disney Pixar announcements, honestly, this and the next one were probably the two things I enjoyed the most because they were actual trailers, but also they're things I expect to be good. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I know only, what to expect from them. Yeah, there's only like a handful of things that we could like honestly talk about that we like were able to see. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Hocus Pocus 2 got a trailer again, and that one was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, yeah, you've been looking yeah. forward to this for like a while. Yeah. Coming September, there's not much more to say. Like, they showed Billy for a second, which is cool. Uh, it's got the same cast of people. What's funny is one of the Sanderson sisters, I forget which one she was, in the old movie, she uh, wrote a vacuum cleaner because the rooms <laughs> were stolen. In oh, this one, funny. she's on two fucking Roombas. And I was dying. Oh my I was God, that's fucking funny. dying. It's so fucking, I'm or ready skates for this. or something? Yeah, this is my most anticipated uh, Disney film of the year, if not the next five years, probably. I'm more excited to this than fucking Kang Dynasty or whatever that fucking shit is. I care more about Hocus Pocus 2. I'll tell you so right funny. now. Oh my God, I'm so ready for this movie. Uh, and then finally, uh, moving on, guys, into the, I think, last showcase. Last one, guys. Uh, Marvel, Lucasfilm... 20th century showcase so first off mandalorian season three trailer god damn yeah. fucking cool ass uh they show a bunch of mandalorians in it. it it looks cool i mean it's everything i had said probably would happen after season two yeah and it looks like there's gonna be like a war for mandalore or something and just like do the the airdrop of the of the mandalorians like going into like wherever that was like i was just like oh my god this is gonna be cool 
And it seems like they're going to bring up the whole, like, different cultures of Mandalore, like those that don't take off the helmets, but they call yeah. them a cult, practically. And that's very interesting that they say, like, oh, you're in a cult. Like, you're in a weird fucking group of people that aren't, yeah, like... Yeah, like, bo seems to, like, straight up hate Mando for what his, like, people did to uh, Mandalore. Yeah. Or tried so to do, anyway. It's going to be very interesting seeing how that uh all that stuff is revealed and i'm more interested in that how that all works how the, all the different factions are there because i'm imagining there's at least i'm hoping there's more than just like here's death watch which is uh bo Katan's faction and here's the fucking helmet faction but i want to see more than that uh if there is more at this point because we don't also know what mandalore looks like at this point apparently after being like fucked up by the empire so We'll see what happens. That's true. Like it was, it was already kind of messed up environmentally before Order sixty six, and yeah, now it's like Mandalore was basically just like completely destroyed. Yeah, and they they say you know twenty twenty three. That's all we know, but I'm imagining it's going to be like sooner than later in the year. I think it'll be hopefully within the first half. Um, but we will see when that actually occurs. Then uh, Secret Invasion got a trailer. Yeah, and that actually looks interesting. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie; it looks a lot more mature. Is the word? It maybe? looks like they're going for a straight up spy uh, spy thriller, which sounds interesting. And interesting that like uh, Nick Fury is actually going to be like the main character of this one specifically. I think like. if you enjoyed specifically Winter Soldier, this could be like that next itch of espionage yeah. that you wanted. Yeah, um, I just love that moment where he's like sitting down with the war machine, and he's just like. How well do you actually know your t- uh, your security? He's like, what? And we could tell there's like different factions of scrolls now because there's like yeah. Ben Mendelsohn's uh, scroll is working with Fury, but not. It seems like a lot are working against them. So we're kind of we're gonna see like I guess good scrolls versus bad scrolls. Yeah, I was almost what oh like I was almost wondering if maybe since they since in Captain Marvel they seem to make the scrolls not necessarily bad so i was wondering if they're going to do secret invasion or are they going to flip the script and make the invaders be the the kree but they, i guess it doesn't look like that now yeah because i don't think the kree have that capability that the scrolls do they have like some limited shape-shifting but it seems to mostly be in like their tech not oh, okay. like physically yeah. them yeah i think the it'll be it'll be cool at least i think i'm actually like i said i'm actually looking forward to this this one seems uh really interesting uh and i think did they say what the date was for this one? I don't think so. But they just also, said next year. They said 2023. I don't know if they said this like from the get-go, but I, for whatever reason, I thought it was going to be a movie, but it's going to be a series. Yes, it's a series. I'm imagining, I'm hoping like at least eight episodes. I hate, yeah. like I said, I hate the fucking six episode format. It's too short. Uh, Marvel's Thunderbolts uh, has the roster, which apparently I, someone is telling me they watched the, like, the, the reveal and there was no applause. Except really? for one name. No one cared Ooh. except for like one name, which is insane because I saw the names in here and I, it was yeah, actually I saw the poster. I was like, oh, that looks cool. It's honestly a lot of the people I said it was going to be. Wait, there was a poster. I didn't see a poster. Mm, I thought they put up an image of like all the characters, like kind of standing shoulder to shoulder or whatever. Like oh, I missed it. Red Guardian and uh, the others. <laughs> Shit, now I want to look that up, but um, I could be wrong. Uh, all right, well, I'll, I'll look. At, I'll look at it later. I don't want to. Yeah. So, we have Red Guardian, which we saw in Black Widow. 
Ghost, which is from uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. U.S. Agent, which is from Captain America. Falcon Wonder Soldier, Captain Falcon. Uh, Taskmaster, which is from the Black Widow movie also. Which Yeah, I was like, wait, they're coming back? Okay. So Taskmaster was the only one I don't want to see again. It was just a weird, like... Yeah, that was not kinda, a great version of Taskmaster. Yeah, it's a very strange version of Taskmaster, and I personally don't like it. Uh, Yelena is going to be in this, and then the Winter Soldier. So it's a very cool group, and... You know, we can't have Red Hulk in it, unfortunately, since uh, the actor playing Thunderbolt Ross uh, has passed away. Yeah. So we're probably not getting that character ever. Uh, this is a really cool group, though. Honestly, I'm really pumped for this, like, combo of people. Especially, it seems like it's a very Cap, Black Widow-oriented group, uh, for the most part. Like, Red Guardian, US Agent, Taskmaster, Winter Soldier, Elena. Like, everyone but Ghost is basically Captain America, Black Widow-oriented yeah. in this. Uh, but it is really everyone I said should be in it. I don't think they missed anyone. Because, uh, I mean, Abomination's already being used, which is nice. But uh, I'm, I think, mainly excited, of course, to see more Bucky, more than anything. And I forget, is this going to be a... It is a movie. So I, I'm pumped to see him and Yelena take the front stage, if anything. And also more... Uh, I just realized, you know what? We're going to get the best part of fucking Black Widow movie is Red Guardian and Yelena yeah. uh, together and like doing the random shit. That was the best part of Black Widow. So we're getting those two again. This is going to be a fun time. And I think this is going to be um, all from the, I don't remember what her name is, but the character that uh, is played by Julie Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think she's going to be probably the one that puts this together, I, if anything. I, I remember seeing the name and I was just like, the who? Um, I, I don't remember her name, but she's already interacted with U.S. Agent. And yeah, we've seen her in a few things. Elena, and it's so. just like, we still don't know who she is really or what she's doing. I guess them putting together a team. Yeah. Uh, there was a look at Loki 2. We didn't get to see it. So yeah. whatever. Uh, Daredevil Born Again, more confirmation that it's going to be uh, 18 episodes plus really emotional. Uh, apparently, I think like um, uh charlie cox and uh vincent d'onofrio took the stage at one point yeah and then we got uh another trailer for andor which i'm so fucking Dude, pumped for this show that this was probably the best trailer that came out of uh, d23 for me did rogue one already come out in theaters again i kind of want to watch it in theaters again is it coming out in theaters again they were releasing both rogue one and avatar in theaters for both of the, oh. for the show yeah okay so i'm kind of down to go watch rogue one in theaters again uh if it is still available uh marvel's got a trailer we didn't get to see it uh, apparently it takes place right after miss marvel stops so it's picking mm, up right okay. from there uh black panther wakanda forever got a trailer called the king is dead we didn't see it so guess the king is dead um yeah which is weird because i could have sworn like way back when um chadwick boseman first or when he died i could have sworn they said they weren't gonna just kill him off but i I kind of was like, what are you going to do otherwise? Now? Who knows? I, I honestly don't know what they could have done here. Um, it, I guess the interesting thing is going to be how they say it happened in the movie. Yeah. Uh, or if they do be like, yeah, it was cancer here too. Then that'd be interesting. Um, but we'll see what I, I think we'll get this trailer sooner than most of the other ones that were hidden because this comes out in November. This is just two months away, really. So we're it's it's coming in very close. And then Indiana Jones 5 had a trailer, which we didn't get to see. I am incredibly, yeah. incredibly jealous that I did not get to see it yet. Uh, and there was a great 
great, 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 beautiful photo. I don't know if you saw it uh, of Short Round and Indy together. I saw that. That was really cute. It was very nice. Um, for those that don't know, uh, uh, I have to look his, up his name. I always can't remember his name specifically, but um, uh, Kei Hui Kwan, who plays uh, the father slash husband in Everything Everywhere at Once, played Short Round in Temple of Dune. Also, he's the inventor kid with all the gadgets and goonies. But uh, him and he's like indie. He's the character that was indie sidekick. Uh, and he got to see Harrison Ford again after like, I don't know how many years. And apparently it was very, very heartfelt. And I, God, it's so fucking yeah, I honestly cool. wonder like when, when is the last time they even saw each other? Like maybe it was like way back when they were filming Temple of Doom. Cause like when would their paths have crossed after that? Like yeah. maybe while the, the guy was playing the kid from the Goonies, maybe. For those that, don't know for me at least like of all the disney franchises indiana jones is the number one most important one to me followed by yeah. just like technically x-men now but yeah it, it's just i'm st- like raiders of the lost ark is probably like my favorite film of all time so this is like a big thing i wish i could have seen uh captain america new world order uh confirmed the villain which is the leader from the incredible hulk oh, movie samuel stearns which destroys my potential thought that he might appear in she hulk but that's well, very he, interesting. He might. Maybe that's like the, the, the teaser lead into the next thing. I don't know. But I'll admit, just can we make Edward Norton Hulk again? <laughs> I just want <laughs> to feel. Yeah, I do love that they made that joke. Or wait, have you seen any of uh, She-Hulk yet? Uh, parts of, yeah. I see, yeah, I've seen all of it. Oh, yeah. I just, I love the joke where he's just like, oh, that, that was so long ago. I'm a different person entirely. Literally. <laughs> Oh, that was funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really funny. When he talks to her about um, when he fought Abomination. Yeah, and she, she's yeah. like, you don't have any grudges there or anything? He's like, ah, no, that was long, way, that was like a decade ago. <laughs> uh, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp will directly connected to King Dynasty. Yeah. Expected. People got to see MODOK. We did not. Uh, oh, here's one. Finally. Uh, Werewolf by Night. Yeah, that I saw Halloween that trailer. Special. It's really weird and interesting. That looks, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for that. That's actually, isn't that like October 8th or something? Yeah, it's like a Halloween event. So that's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to that. And I kept thinking that the girl in there was Jessica Jones, but it's not. No, I didn't it, recognize she anyone. Just, she looks just like similar. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I do I'm like the, the twist of like one of you is a monster, like uh, hiding as like one of us. And I don't know that mystery of like who, who among the group is like the murderer, essentially slash werewolf. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun, and we'll definitely talk about that on here. I think we'll watch that pretty yeah. pretty fast. Definitely sounds like it might be a good uh, Halloween movie for this year. Yeah, is it a movie or is it? A, it's just a special. So I'm imagining like probably 45 minutes or something. Uh, maybe. We'll see, uh, or maybe like an hour. I hope it's like an hour, because uh, I doubt it'll be film length. Um, there was clips of Avatar: Way of Water, which we also didn't get to see. Uh, Ahsoka apparently they didn't have a trailer, but they. Sh- uh, like said like hey it's coming along we're really excited for it and it's being called the uh magnum opus of dave filoni so Mm, okay i mean out of all the characters it makes sense because she is the one that he created so that's like his own real like true imprint into star wars in terms of characters yeah and then uh bad batch season two is coming in january no new trailer uh trailer we did get though for star wars uh tales of the jedi which showcases uh, a younger Ahsoka plus a very young Count Dooku. And yeah. I'm really, really pumped for both because Ahsoka's is very, they're both in the Clone Wars animation. 
which is really cool. And I'm excited for Ahsoka's, but I'm more really pumped for the Dooku one because it's so just, there's so much you could tell there and it's so untapped and we get to see him before he's like turned to the dark side. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see how this goes. And this comes out at the end of October. This is October 26th. So this is only uh, less than two months away. So I'm really pumped for it. Um, Echo is going to have both uh, Daredevil and Kingpin apparently in it. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Ironheart had footage. Didn't see it. Uh, Willow had a trailer, which uh, it comes out November 30th. And I still have to watch the original and I haven't done that yet. Um, I figure actually, honestly, James, we could just wait. We could wait till the new one comes out and watch the old one with it and then just do an episode on both if we want. Which one? Willow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it comes out November 30th. So, I mean, I'm about to get into full on like all the horror shows I've been wanting to watch forever now, Uh, like Midnight Mass, Haunting of Bly Manor, Dracula shit uh, for the next two months. So uh, I'm down to do Willow after that. Yeah, I, Um, I was actually like I haven't seen the first Willow. So I wasn't originally gonna like bother watching the trailer for the new one, but like I ended up watching it. And it actually looks really interesting. It, it does make me want to watch the first one so that I can be like prepared to watch this one. Yeah. And then uh, I think that's everything for Disney. I think we've done it, James. We're uh-huh. there. We're done. It's finished. Uh, we're going to move on now to full gaming. Uh, Ubisoft Forward. Uh, once again, same like Disney. We're not going to talk about everything. Uh, if there, there might be a few, I think at least three games I'm skipping for sure. Uh, but we'll start to go through those, starting with uh, Mario plus Rabbids Spark of Light. Uh, was that of interest to you, James? Personally, for me, uh, I haven't played the first one, so I'm not really... This is also XCOM-ish, but yeah, I'm just not... I'm uh, interested, because like, I played the first one. I didn't get all the way through. I got to like a point that was like, it just like XCOM, it could feel really unfair at times if just like the roles don't work in your favor and you miss your shots and the enemy hits you every time and like the most annoying thing is i know i could just bump it down to an easier difficulty and just like roll through the uh the battles to just get the story and i might do that eventually just so i could at least know what happens before the second one comes out but yeah no i'm interested because the the first one was actually way more way better than i thought it was going to be for sure i thought like a, a mario and rabbits crossover was like the weirdest idea, but it somehow it works. Uh, next up was Skull and Bones, which I, I really felt like I didn't really get anything new from it. Yeah, at this point. I have not been interested in this game since they first showed it off years ago. And all the more recent trailers now that it's like finally coming out have still not really sold me on it. So I I, just, I don't know what they could do to get me interested in this game, honestly. I, I think for me at the most, it'll be like, Unless someone, it, all the reviews come out and they go, it's a 10 out of 10. You have to buy it. It's yeah. a game of the year potential. That would be that would the have only be thing. It. Otherwise, maybe if I was like low on backlog and I'm like, oh, I just want a game and it's on sale, maybe. But otherwise, I'm just not. I don't want another world I have to jump into, especially if it's an open world one on a ship. Like, I'm kind of okay. I still have to do, I still want to play more Sea of Thieves. I'm, I'm, I'm all right at this point, I guess. Uh, next up was Writer's Republic. I'm good. You good? Yeah. Eh. All right. Into Tom Clancy World. 
The Division 2 is still getting updates. They're on their 10th and 11th seasons, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I didn't yeah, know they I'm had surprised. seasons I for this game. I didn't know they were doing seasons now. I didn't know they were still going. Yeah, it, it was a big shock. And I basically finished I will the say, campaign was like, done. <laughs> I finished the campaign of Division... Wait, you're talking about Division 1 or 2? Both. Basically. Oh, I didn't know you played two. Okay. Yeah, no, I played uh, the second one. It was, oh god, I got it on Xbox at some point. I think it was like on like a wicked sale. Like I wasn't planning on it, but it was like twelve bucks, and it was like, fine. I switched from PS4 to PC, so I'm on it there now. But I mm. did want to go back to it because I only did the vanilla. I uh, have like the big like ultimate version or whatever, so I do have like all the first like couple years of DLC. I think or first, maybe it's the first year. I'm not too sure. For the first. So one? I do want to go and check out those things and like play that and i do know the division 2 is the closest thing to occupying my time besides destiny at that point so i do want to eventually get back into it and just kind of see what's going on especially now like i feel more inclined to get back to it now than before because they also were like hey division heartland is also coming and i'm just like oh i should probably finish division 2 before heartland comes out because heartland looks interesting heartland heartland confuses me because it doesn't seem like it's exactly like the other divisions and it doesn't sound like it's a battle royale either like some people it's a free-to-play action survival is yeah a survival shooter they called it yeah i I was not 100 percent sure what that meant so i think it's it's gonna have a lot of the same i guess mechanics as the original division but this one's more like i guess an ever evolving world potentially if it's that Mm -hmm. kind of thing if it's like free-to-play usually that would occur um but it's also in the heartland because I, I think it's like you have your own little city that you're protecting like a town i forget what it's called but it's like um uh let me double check it uh the whole thing with it was like uh you're in the heartland of america which it's like okay you know i, I totally get that and it's um it's coming out in wait when is it coming out it's coming out in 2023 it looks like now finally and it's like getting early access stuff and they are doing testing now so i was actually thinking of signing up so i could kind of see how it is for myself but the thing that kind of wanted that was making me interested was it's being developed by red storm and red storm were the guys that originally were making like all the old ghost recon games mm. back in the day and i always enjoyed those ones so i'm kind of like oh, i might as well check it out and it'll have new stories characters and it will have, like, a bunch of the events from the game. But I think it says, like, uh, it's going to have 45 players available, I guess you could play. I mean, like, it's 45 players, I guess, in the world at once, maybe. And it'll have, like, uh, pretty much, like, um, town. What do you call it when you upgrade your base, like, type thing? Base building mechanics? I don't think it'll have like the base building type, but like kind of like, you know, you go into division one and two, you're in that headquarters and you're upgrading the things in there. uh, Yeah, I don't know if there's like a specific name for that. But I think it's going to be more physically visual, visualized when you do it there. I'm Mm -hmm. guessing. Okay. But I could be wrong. Uh, I think that's what they were saying. I was kind of not, I was like listening to everything they were saying for the division stuff, but I was also kind of like getting a little lost. Like, oh, I think I get what you're trying to say here. Like I'm, if I'm going to be honest, I got a little bit confused with like the, they announced like division heartland, but also, yeah, like the DLC stuff, but also there's a mobile game coming out as well. Yes. Uh, the division resurgence, which is a spinoff 
and I don't know if this it, this it'll focus on uh, so it's they've been doing I think tests for it already, but the current test will focus on PvP and dark zones. And oh, I assumed that that was just the whole game. No, no. So there is more. I just don't know exactly what it's Weird. all about. So um, is it literally just going to be like a mobile, like full on division game? I mean, they're doing it with other stuff now, too. So I'm not shocked. Interesting. Uh, at this point. And I, I will say, like, of all the Tom Clancy titles, like the two that I like the most are Ghost Recon and Division. So I might focus on these more. Like, I, I might actually get back into fully, like I said, Division 2. I'm definitely going to check out Heartland. Ghost Recon. Wait, no. I still have to go back and play six. Breakpoint, actually, for Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I need to finish that. Well, actually, yeah. real, I really need just to need to start it, not finish it. Uh, so there's a lot to do there. And then, um, yeah, this mobile game I'll check out because I think there's testing for that, too. So I'm kind of down to try it yeah, out a bit. I'm a little interested. Uh, and then uh, after that was the Rainbow Six mobile game, which I don't yeah, know. Are you... Is that just like Siege Mobile? That's what I was wondering because it was just called Rainbow Six Mobile. It looked like it was doing the same thing. Yeah, and which it's... interesting. Like that game is incredibly popular. So I, if they put it on, like I literally own it on PS4. Like I should give it a try. And this one, this one is a little bit more limited though. It seems because they're like, oh yeah, there's gonna be five v five matches, crossplay, uh, and voice whatnot. Um, the whole thing though is the the beta coming up is only for Google Play people. Mm, okay. And not uh, Apple, which is interesting but i guess there's more freedom in that i'm not too sure maybe uh that was i think everything for tom clancy then they said uh they had like netflix appear which was interesting and they're like yeah three or anything they're like three no they did not uh three ubisoft games are coming to netflix you know how netflix gaming is a thing and apparently less than one percent of ubisoft games now yeah which i I will point out less than one percent of subscribers play their games i've never touched it I, i don't even know where to go for it i don't care Same. at this point it's like um, they, they'll pop up if you watch it on your phone app but that's about yeah. it it's it's kind of think of it as a competitor specifically to like apple arcade I pretty guess much you could say. that's the because they're all mobile games basically yeah um what was the next one so they have valiant hearts 2 and mighty quest coming to it next year and then they're working uh ubisoft is working on a, a new original mobile assassin's creed game for it I'm not sure what exactly it's going to be because that means they showed two Assassin's Creed mobile games. We'll get to another one in a second, but or in a bit because uh, there's a lot. Uh, they did emphasize though all ad-free, no microtransactions, which is the same as Apple Arcade, and I do get what they do why they're doing that because it's like right. you're already paying for a subscription, and if they added microtransactions, that's kind of like that would be really fuck. frustrating. Yeah. Uh, next was uh, some Mythic Quest season three stuff. Which I still have to watch the first two seasons. I do plan on doing it because I'm gonna probably I, I plan on doing like a whole Apple TV Plus binge of a bunch of this shit there. Um, did you have anything on it, or could we move on? No, I mean, I'll I'll probably give it a shot because I watched the first two seasons, but like I just said, it was kind of hit or miss for me. Like I, there were parts that I just really didn't like, but other parts that I thought were actually pretty funny. So, okay, it's hard to recommend either way. Uh, Trackmania, skip. Yeah. Uh, Rocksmith Plus, skip. Interesting, but yeah, skip. Yeah. Uh, Just Dance, skip. Yeah, no, n- never been interested. All right, <laughs> we've done it. Uh, we just got Assassin's Creed, and <laughs> so much. <laughs> okay, so first off, Assassin's Creed Mirage takes place in Baghdad, uh, twenty years before uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 
and you are playing a new assassin, or you're playing Basim, who is from Valhalla, and uh, I am actually, dare I say, for the first time in a while for an Assassin's Creed game. I'm excited for this. I'm actually excited for this game. Uh, because it is not, it, I've heard it's not a giant fucking RPG this yeah, time. Yeah, that's the main thing is it's like, it's not going to be massive. It's not even going to be necessarily RPG style. It's just going to be like supposedly closer to traditional uh, Assassin's Creed gameplay, which I would like. Yeah, no, it's, it's such, it's something I've wanted from them for so long now because uh, we've gotten three massive RPG games and this one seems like they're saying like, oh, we're going back to uh the old like ways of doing everything else like it's a action adventure game that's what it's called which was what assassin's creed one two and three and everything else were called back in the day they were just action adventure games yeah and now the new ones are more called what do they would you call them like an action rpg yeah for sure open world rpg and they they emphasize it's focused on stealth and parkour so this is like the game i've wanted and it's not going to be like 150 fucking hours and i won't have to spend money to upgrade a ship and not still fully upgrade the fucking ship. I haven't even started any of the th- last three Assassin's Creed games because just like the, I know they're all so long that I'm just like, I probably will not finish these in a long, long time. Yeah. And the cool thing too is uh, he's going to have a Persian assassin as a mentor and she is, uh, which the guys, the male characters, yeah, we, I said Basim, but um, Roshan is the Persian assassin mentor. And she is voiced by someone who's really, really fucking big, actually. I love it's, that uh, voice. Shore Agashlu. I think that's how you... Agdashlu. Shore Agdashlu. I think is how you say your name. Uh, I'm fucking Persian. It's even hard for me to say. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's why I'm really pumped for this, too. It's one of two things, guys. One, uh, stealth action adventure again, like the fucking old days. And length is like probably not going to be like eye gouging of being like this game is fucking fatiguing two it is middle eastern again iraqi and persian and for me personally i'm very very much excited for this this is like a game that i'm going to be pumped for this is a game i'm going to cosplay easily i'm going to do basim's outfit i think in this uh it also makes me want to go back and uh upgrade my altair one that i had before that's the thing that's interesting is that like the entire time I was watching this trailer, it just looked thematically just like Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah, uh, it's going to be really interesting seeing it. I actually wanted to go back. I looked to see if I could do a Darius cosplay, the Persian assassin from uh, Odyssey, who is like the proto-assassin. He's like the first Hidden Blade user. And I looked at his outfit and I'm like, fuck, he's just wearing rags. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'll just do, I'll just do Vaseem. Forget it. Never mind. Uh, so this will be cool. Uh, I, I think it's going to be really fun. They said 2023. They haven't said when. Um, I would imagine probably the earliest would be March because otherwise, usually a lot of the times right now, they would announce like a January, February release date, especially seeing all the fucking February games already again, yeah. like last year or this year. Uh, I, I may have actually pre-ordered the collector's edition already, maybe, <laughs> which is the first Assassin's Creed collector's edition I think I've pre-ordered since three. That was the last one I got, and then I stopped doing them. But this one actually looks interesting enough that I want to get it. So I did that. I could cancel at any time. So I could always cancel it before it comes out if I really have uh, cold feet. But I'm pumped to see how this game goes and what they're going to do with it. 
it does remind me that I still have to play Valhalla, which uh, they did say uh, there's like a last chapter DLC coming to Valhalla, or I guess like mission where it wraps up like all the different character arcs that Eivor had with all the different characters in the game. Um, so Remember that'll when be... games were just like done when you got them? Yes. <laughs> I, dude, I fucking honestly, yeah, this kind of sucks now. Uh, that's why I haven't played Valhalla yet, which I, I now once again, like Division, feel more inclined to finally download and, and install Valhalla and uh, play through that and probably hate myself and then uh, feel better by playing. I'm really excited. You know what's funny? After Valhalla, I'm really excited to play the remaster of 3 and Liberation because uh, they came with Valhalla, I'm pretty sure. Or it was Odyssey. I forget which one it came with, but I'm just pumped to play that. That's going to be the game I'm really looking forward to. And so, you know, we have the Valhalla last chapter, we have Mirage, and you're like, you know, that's it, right? And they're like, no, it's not even close to being fucking done. So, James, the next thing they gave us was their mobile game. I think it was the mobile game, right? Yeah. Assassin's Creed, codename Jade. Which will take place oh, in two hundred. Yeah, that's two hundred and fifteen BC China. Okay, now I'm even more confused because I could have I could have sworn that Jade and Red were both part of Infinity. That's Red and Hex, eh? Oh, yes. So okay. yeah. So uh, Jade, you get to create your own assassin. You're going to be in two hundred and fifteen BC China, and it's going to be like a full on uh, open world RPG on your phone. Um, Interesting. Well, I'll give it a try. Yeah, that's that's straight up like, oh, okay, this is the mobile game I'm getting then. And I really hope it's... So my fear is this, gonna, it, this game is going to be heavily microtransaction heavy. Uh, what I'm hoping that. for, though, is it's like... I hope it's a paid game. I really hope this game is a game you buy with like, I don't know, 10, 15 bucks. I'll spend that money because I'm hoping I would rather buy that game once than pay a bunch of fucking microtransactions yep. over time easily get to just take my 15 bucks i don't want to deal with that extra shit please 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 if it's good enough i'll give you 20 dollars for like a yeah. mobile uh assassin's creed game that's like if it's good enough i'll game. get the fucking i know they said it's like good with touch controls but i'll get that what's the new playstation i already have a backbone so yeah i'll get a backbone for this easily. that works great yeah i'll take it uh but yeah just do it like that i'm actually excited for this uh ancient china I forget what part of history that's in because now I'm like, look, I'm thinking like Dynasty Warriors right now. I'm trying to think like, <laughs> oh, when was the when was like the, the end of the Han Dynasty, which I think is when all that stuff always takes place. It's like um, Red Cliff, that area of time. I have to look and see when that You're asking was. someone who has a terrible like history memory. I, I'll have to look it up myself, but I'm very curious. This might be way before it. I'm not too sure. Uh, God, if Lubu was in this game, that'd be insane. Uh, and then... Like I said, we're not done yet. Then they quickly talked about like, hey, it's an early development for the live action Netflix Assassin's Creed series, which I couldn't remember oh, if it was yeah. live action or animated, but now we know it's live action, which is cool. Um, and they were showing off like art books and whatnot. And there's a new original book that includes like magic in it. I think it's just be like, oh, there's an assassin, but there's like some magician thing going on too. I'm not too sure. Uh, it did make me honestly kind of want to go back and read the Assassin's Creed books because they like amplify the story in the game. Like it gives you other characters and stuff too. But I'm like, oh, you know what? Actually, this would be, these would be fun audiobooks, if anything, too. But um, I'd, I'm kind of interested in the extended. They're making me get back into the extended universe the way I used to be with Halo, 
where you know you'd you'd play the Halo games, read all the books and the comics. I'm feeling this again for Assassin's Creed, which actually does feel kind of good. I'm not gonna lie uh, that I want to do this again because I've been complaining about the series for like four or five, like five years at least now. I feel like at this point. Uh, next up was Assassin's Creed code name Red. There's a lot of code. There's like three code names in this. Yeah, now. I thought it was really weird that they spent so much time on like really early in development projects to the point where they don't even have like final names yet. Yeah. What was funny about this one though is there's they're basically saying Mirage is not like a big flagship game. They're basically saying the open world RPGs are their big flagship games now. Yes. And they're saying like, oh, uh, Red is going to be the next like big RPG like Odyssey and Valhalla. It's being made by the Odyssey team at Quebec. And they're working on, it's going to be Feudal Japan. And they show like a ninja, basically. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But we have Ghost of Tsushima now, so I'm not as excited as I yeah, would have been previously. Now, now they have competition that people are going to be like comparing them to. And you have so to beat years. the music from that game too. Yeah. You have to beat every amp. That game is so fucking amazing that like you have to really do a lot to make us like really care about an Assassin's Creed Japan game now. Which is, I never thought I'd say that. This is what we've always wanted. And now that it's like, oh, it's finally here. You're like, oh, but I'm eating my Ghost yeah. of Tsushima right now. I'm too busy. Sorry. I still haven't gone back to play the Iki, Iki Island. I, I, knew, I want to do Iki Island and then a new game plus again. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'll, I, I have to figure it out. Um, I, gotta, I and, want to do that. And I also want to do God of War again before the Ragnarok comes out. Oh, shit. I was going to do it again plus God things. of War. Fuck. Why'd you say that, James? Uh, and then Assassin's Creed codename Hexe. So I thought it was Hex. It's Hexe it, from oh, Montreal, okay. which is the Valhalla team. So it sounds like they're just getting started on this, really. This is ways away. Uh, they said it's a different type of Assassin's Creed game. It sounds like it's not going to be open world RPG. It's going to be something new i think they're basically trying to huh. expand assassin's creed now to be multi-genre style oh, boy. Um, okay yeah i know i don't fucking know dude but they show like a wooden assassin's creed symbol which makes in the hexe like magic looking shit like witch stuff which makes me think of two kind of eras one would be puritan era of america on new england the other being like that weird they you know which is originated i think from like germany I think it could be something like German oriented of like the black forest there. You know, there's like Maybe. a black forest in Germany. I think it's going to be something like that. And that's just based off of my fucking just like mediocre history thoughts. Um, so that's what my thoughts are for that. Um, it looks interesting in terms of just like the name and the symbols they're showing. But I'm good for now with just Mirage, guys. I'm more yeah. excited for that. That's and the thing. Finally, I was like surprised. I was... I was expecting to see Mirage. I was not expecting to see like four other Assassin's Creed things. That's what I was like. What the fuck is this? Uh, and then um, finally, the uh, Infinity, which is a hub and platform. So but it'll also introduce multiplayer. So it's like a game, but it's not a game. It's very fucking confusing. The closest thing I can think of is like, is this like Pokemon Home or something? I don't really understand what this means but they when they show it it's in the middle and there's two games on its left and right and it is specifically red and hexay so i don't think it's supporting mirage at all i don't think it's supporting jade but then those next two games coming are made sure to be built around this new type of hub thing that could really i don't really know what it means um i just know i think i heard like uh what was it um 
something about like the you know how like it's like the modern day stuff i think like they might change the uh, modern day i could see outlook that. and put that into infinity i don't really know though it, it, i'm so fucking confused how this works it's just like the only thing i could think of that sounds even remotely close is how as ea and dice kept putting out more battlefields they had this like side hub within each game that let you if you had all the other games downloaded to your like place your console's hard drive you could just like quickly switch between them yeah but like i don't know why you would do that for an assassin's creed universe like it's really weird like do you buy each new game within infinity like what's i don't think they're gonna do that it's it's gonna be there's so much we want to know but they didn't tell us and the thing is, because it shows uh, specifically red, codename red and codename Hexe uh, on its left and right, I'd imagine we're not going to learn more about it until like one of those games is coming closer. Like, yeah, uh, we well, know Mirage is coming in 2023. They didn't give a release date for Jade at all. And I think there's going to be beta stuff for that, too. I'll definitely jump on that if I can. Um, I'd imagine if, you know, we already know these are different teams. I would assume red could come out as soon as 2024 and then hex say 2025 right if they're gonna make it like kind of like this otherwise why would they announce these and not be like hey red is coming 2025 and fucking hex is coming in like 2027 that would be insane to show us stuff that soon then again then again like that's elder scroll six i was literally about to say bethesda was like Hey, so we're gonna mention things that probably won't happen for like m- almost a decade, but they're happening eventually. We hey, swear. Fallout Five could happen after Ultra Scroll Six. Thanks, dude. So I'm looking forward to it in 2036. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, it's gonna be interesting uh, seeing what these are gonna be like, but it's a very. I'm I'm both like kind of cautious, but also excited to be an Assassin's Creed fan again because I want the variety. If they're gonna not stop doing the fucking open world RPGs. The one thing I ask is, you know, tone it down a bit on the microtransactions and don't make it as long and drawn yeah, like out the, as it you think it needs to be. Like but the, also give us those fucking action adventure games again. I really want those. Those are my bread and butter for Assassin's Creed. That's what made me an Assassin's Creed fan. Uh, the RPGs have made me the polar opposite. And I'll still play them right now for now. But like, I just need more variety there at least. Give me a break. Yeah, for me, like if a game is longer than 60 hours, the 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 chances of me actually finishing it before something else distracts me and like, I, I just never get back to it. It's probably like 20%. Like, yeah. It, it may be even lower than that. Cause it's, it's very rare that a game longer than just like something I could finish in a few days actually gets done nowadays. So I think that's everything. That's everything. Uh, no bullet train today, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Again, shows like <laughs> an hour 45 minutes already. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah. So this is done. Uh, we can say at least I, I'll go through the normal stuff first. Uh, you can contact us via uh, talk at gmail.com. Once again, email talk at gmail.com. Uh, comment, feedback, uh, send us questions you want us to read on the show. Uh, send it to that email. You can also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at talk. I got more TikTok stuff coming out. I got a lot to churn out still, but um, we're going to have a lot more stuff. And I know it's like older stuff right now, but we're going through it. I'm going to try to have it out as soon as possible so I can start branching out after all these older episodes are done and do like, oh, here's some comic stuff. Here's some news talk of smaller things and whatnot and thoughts on that. 
Uh, Instagram, look out on that. I'm going to post a lot of our Dragon Con stuff that I went to. And if you want to see cool cosplays, uh, cool celebrities, and you could see me physically, even though you could just check out my own Instagram profile, uh, you'll see it all there. So I'll post that stuff. That'll be fun. Uh, you could follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124. And you could follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. And of course, you know, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. If it's Apple Podcasts, though, it would really help us out if you can give us a five-star review. Right now, that is the best way to help us out, and that would mean a lot to us if you could do that. Uh, you could also rate us on Spotify, and also like besides subscribing on YouTube to each episode you watch. Uh, that's also going to help us, too. And, you know, the best thing you guys could possibly do besides the five-star review on Apple Podcasts would be share us out with your friends and family, whoever you want to let us out now. Retweet us, Instagram stories, whatever. Just help us out that way. That would really help. Uh, but otherwise, uh, Sutra Side Talk itself, we're going to do, uh, I'm working to get two Gundam episodes done. Uh, James would get a break because <laughs> Gundam's an insane thing. Like, it's uh, one of those series that I'm, like, interested in, but I am so far behind on watching them that if you wanted to wait for me to talk about this stuff, it'd be, like, next year. Yeah. Uh, I will for sure be getting, uh, I'm making, I have to figure out the schedules for it. I'm trying to get them both out this and next month, maybe uh, November at the latest for the second episode. But uh, I'd have Miles on from Up To It, Down To It, and also Chris Schneider, who was on our last anime episode uh, where we talked about, um, what did we talk about? I already forgot. Spy X Family, right? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about Spy X Family and Come We Can't Communicate. That's yeah, that's what it was. Those two were, yeah. yeah, so Chris Schneider and Miles will be on for that. And maybe, I doubt he can but I'll ask Andreas, but I don't think he'll be able to. Uh, I'm just going to say probably no, but it'll be pleasant surprise if yes. Uh, but the first episode will be about uh, Gundam Igloo, Gundam Unicorn, and Gundam Thunderbolt. Whereas the second episode will be uh, Gundam Origins and the Hathaway film and the new Dozel Island film that's actually coming to theaters, I think, like this or next month. And then uh, otherwise, oh, we're going to probably do, I think, a backlog episode next james i want to say probably finally talk bullet train a bunch of other stuff we've been wanting to talk about i've actually got games i can finally talk about like the cycle frontier i have thoughts on that uh the hunt showdown event currently and some other stuff yeah i can um, talk about like I, I played like a day of uh hunt or a couple days of hunt and then uh i've been trying to stay con uh current with this season of destiny and it's been making it hard for to stick out uh stick to anything else for sure i yeah, still haven't I'm, done I'm, anything from this week's i finally started playing injustice too i'm so oh, yeah. like oh yeah i'm like uh, i'm like cool i can do that mortal kombat 11 and get some other stuff done because i want i really want to like start picking down my backlog i feel like i've had like a year of nothing practically uh since like halo infinite came out um and then uh yeah we got all the backlog stuff coming up i'm sure we'll probably talk soon like love death and robots season three i'll probably watch sandman we could talk about that but we also have primal uh what we do in the shadows there's so many shows to talk about right now it's gonna be probably very show heavy not to mention for september october dude i gonna try to watch a bunch of loving primal this season yeah it has been insane it's insanely good but yeah so many shows to talk about uh cut of steel uh harley quinn is almost done i'm gonna we're gonna do an episode for all three seasons of that plus the little comic tie-in so we'll def talk that um other you know like i said i'm working on the tiktok stuff after that's done I'm focusing on the big DCU special I'm doing. And then uh, Sidewatch, we're going to probably continue with the Spielberg stuff. And maybe if we can rope in the uh, Yojimbo, Fistful of Dollars, Cowboy Samurai stuff 
Uh, I think Brandon hopefully started reading Thunderball. So James, you could come on and talk Thunderball with us for Sean Connery. Right. If I, could, that I could watch that happens. before that happens. It, you've got time, trust me. I don't know how, I don't even know if he started the book yet. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, so all that stuff is coming up, uh, up to it, down to it. I, I, we don't have an episode coming up right now. I haven't talked to anyone about it. If we did, I'm sure we'd talk Dragon Con because uh, Miles, uh, Roman and Ty and I have been going for years and we did a con episode, but not a Dragon Con one. And Miles had his first experience at Dragon Con. So we might do that. So that would be our next episode if we, whenever we do it. I just don't know when. But uh, that is everything. Uh, next week we'll have, I'm pretty sure, a 100% either two small little news pieces or no news hopefully honestly uh i'm kind of done with news for a bit but uh full backlog episode we're just gonna finally talk everything it'll be a great time hopefully hopefully yeah i thought uh, the halo I, news is gonna be the biggest thing this week and then like bro that was is like yo we're finally doing our, our show yeah we got like so, a dozen things to talk about next week bullet train guaranteed guys guaranteed bullet train it'll even be in the fucking title probably <laughs> All right. We'll catch you all later, though. So long. Thanks for listening.